Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Hello and welcome everyone to the Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Mate, it's been two weeks. Explain yourself. Well, <laughs> school holidays, ski trip, what more can you ask for? So are you trying to say that the Super Rugby Podcast listeners have had to wait two weeks because you have gone on holiday? <sighs> Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. But hey, we're back. And we're ready for another uh, another episode, aren't we? Absolutely. And first up, we're going to review the Super Rugby clashes uh, in the first two rounds of the competition, starting with what we thought was going to be a fantastic match with the Chiefs versus the Highlanders. Now, in our predictions, I thought the Chiefs were going to nudge it, and they didn't. <laughs> it was the opposite. It was mode. the opposite way around. Yeah. Uh, and in truth, the Highlanders have started very, very well this year. Well, they've got two from two, haven't they? They've got two from two, yeah. and I think they're playing incredibly well. They're and, playing as a team. They're playing... And they always have, though. That's the thing. I, they've not, they haven't got any flashy players. Good players, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. The likes of Ben Smith, you know, all that sort of jazz. Um, and your the boy who's come back. Marty Banks, Marty mate. Bounce, Marty Banks. Marty Banks came in early. Well, he came in earlier than expected uh, for the second match against the Reds, which was another great win. I think for me, we talk about them playing as a team, and we talk about they're not having a lot of superstars. Yeah. They do have very good players in oh, certain key positions. Oh, of course. But for Aaron me, Smith, halfback. Ben Smith, fullback. They've got that new boy actually at number ten, who's playing. Oh, really? Well. Ioni. He's really, really impressed me, and with his yep. kicking. And um, if you don't know my stance on New Zealand kicking uh, by now, then it's it's not great. And he's a bit of a shining light there. Yeah. And to good. think, you know, that's something that maybe we're going to bring up later. But to think that he's got massive shoes to fill and he just looks pretty comfortable there. To win two very close games back yeah. to back, very, very impressive. So for me, Highlanders, they are the best team at the moment. Uh, when I say team, playing as a team. So two from two, impressive performances. That's interesting because midfield, you're a crusader. I am a crusader <laughs> through and through. through. But their midfield has, has impressed me as well. Uh, you know, again, no superstars yeah. there, but they've. it was noticeable when they've gone off. They've, yeah. They've just not... They haven't had the, that the, oomph. They haven't had that oomph. So mm. um, the Reds in the second half, when they brought on Marty Banks... Yeah. There was a noticeable drop-off there, but they managed to keep it going until the end of the match, which was great. Then we're going to move on to the Crusaders and their first two games. And we really, really felt that the Crusaders-Blues match was going to be a tight one, uh, but the Crusaders would just win that, and they did. But man, it was a tight game. Could have gone either way again. Could have gone either way. A little bit of the story of the Blues, mate. Wow. Is it the same old? Is it the same old? I really hope it's not the same old. But uh, we'll get over to the Blues in a minute. Uh, 
It was an impressive first up game. Could have gone either way, as you mentioned. Crusaders, no, I don't think they were lucky to win it, but I think that they did make life difficult at times. But in key moments, their quality shone through. Then they moved on to the Hurricanes. And can I just say, probably the best first half performance I've seen from them in a long time. Oh, how good was that? It was amazing. Um, But, as per normal, a little bit like what's crept into the All Blacks. Second half, too many changes. And just taking the foot off the gas, I feel. I think that definitely taking the foot off the gas. I think the Hurricanes massively helped us out by not starting. Oh God, they didn't even turn up. Any All Blacks, if I'm wrong here. What could I just say? Massive apology. Massive apology. Because who trotted out? Tumanga Allen. (laughs) And I said Tumanga Allen wasn't even in the country. So uh, I apologise. I was sure, man, he was was overseas from now. But you you know better than me. But uh, yeah, so really disappointing for the Hurricanes. They didn't really play very well at all. No. Then they kind of ship on their All Blacks. And I know that that... You know, the NZRFU, they are putting this sort of time limit on the All Blacks playing. And I know it's difficult for the coaching staff to deal with that. And and as a coach, I have done it before where I've thought, is it better to bring them on and start yeah. them? But I think that killed them. And it was too, by the time they brought the, the, the lads on, the Lamapes of the world. Um, too little, too late. It was too little, too late. Yeah. And, and and it's really, really hard for some players to get into games. And I think, you know, TJ Piranara, although he's uh, although he comes on a lot for the All Blacks, and he made a real difference when he came on. Different role though. Different role for the um for the Hurricanes. Yeah. And then for last for me, I'm gonna look at the Chiefs, but I'm gonna go their second match. You've got their first match, Tobes. So ha- who'd they go first? Ah, oh, yep, first up. Sorry, we've already spoken Highlanders, about mate. was we're the Highlanders, yeah, mate, and that was yeah. a tight one. You know, the Brumbies that Brumbies match, the 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 wow. I mean, you can either say the Brumbies were amazing, and we'll give them credit for that. They played very very well as a they team. Did, yeah. But I thought the Chiefs looked dangerous in the backs in the first ten minutes, and then what happened? It looks like their defensive structures it looks like they don't want to tackle. They're just playing ripper rugby, mate. Ripper rugby. <laughs> It's rocking back the years and playing. Come on, you've got to make you've got to make your tackles, don't you? You've got to make your tackles, and and uh, they just didn't, they couldn't do it. Well, uh, that was pretty obvious. I mean, fifty-four points to, <laughs> to seventeen, and, yeah. and really they looked undercooked. Yeah, um, I think it's hard going overseas, but Australia, it's not that far. It's not you know, that it's far, just though. not an excuse, and I think the Blues have got an excuse. Well, long, the Blues got bloody wallop too, didn't they? They did get... When I say they've got an excuse, they're not that big of an excuse. But I just feel that... I'm. You knew I was worried about this year in New Zealand rugby and lack of depth. And I think, yeah. you know, you add on to that, all blacks aren't allowed to play. Yeah. Which is an interesting... We'll only know if that's the right call at the World Cup. Well, that's right. But just to... I mean... Getting smashed, the Chiefs getting smashed yeah. by an Australian team, the Blues getting walloped by, South African by the South African team. Yeah. It's not really what we wanted to see. No, and um, I mean, you know, the, obviously the the Crusaders, the Hurricanes. I mean, even the Hurricanes, you know, got thoroughly taken apart by the Crusaders in the first half. Yeah. Came, brought it yeah. back a little bit. It's not exactly, you know, everyone, in every commentary that I heard. It was this tough New Zealand conference. How can we say it's a tough New Zealand conference when our teams are going overseas and getting smashed? Uh, The only other thing I wanted to bring up about those matches were uh, Plummer starting with the Crusaders match and then being stuck on the bench for their second match in South Africa. Well, it was a complete swap, wasn't it? He just... I don't know. Did he did he play well? Did he not play well? Did he? Did, what's Leon McDonald thinking? Wonder if their rotation. Maybe Otilla Black wasn't fit. First match. Maybe they felt like they had to play Plummer. But you know, he played for me. He played relatively well. And it was a you know you you you're facing the last year's the last two years champions. Yeah. 
you play well, then you get dropped to the bench. Seems yeah. interesting. We're not in their camp. No. For obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because you don't like the blues. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're not ex-all blacks. Uh, but uh, it was seemed like an interesting com- uh, choice for me. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. He, like you said, he didn't, he didn't play badly, but I don't think he played out of his skin. And you He's thought Attila Black played very well. I th- well, very, very well might be a bit of an overstatement. Overstatement. But you were quietly hopeful. Yes. Yeah. And that was actually what we thought. We thought they were going to yeah. start with him week in, week out. Because Plummer's a young bloke. And he did very well for the NPC side, the uh, the Ooh, Mitre 10 actually, Cup, mate. The Mitre 10, 10 Cup. Yeah. Come on, get it right. Come on, Mitre 10. You could sponsor us. But an interesting decision just to sort of go for the swap even though we thought that they would go week in, week out. Yeah. And last up, the matches just to finish off. We've got the Hurricanes. Versus the Waratahs. The versus the Waratahs. Now, this was a, uh, a very close game. But they did get over the line, obviously. 19 to 20. Yeah, I was a little bit... I mean... I was quite surprised. I thought the Hurricanes were going to, you know, get up for the first game and really go through them. They are being disappointing. They Without have. Bowden Barrett... They don't look nearly as dangerous as they should look. You look at that back line, and you mentioned to me how sort of excited you were about them, and they have done not a lot in no. the first two rounds. Well, they are missing their All Blacks. I know they're missing their All Blacks, but so are many other teams. Yeah, true. Even the Chiefs getting whooped by the, the Brumbies, yeah. they still look dangerous in the backs. That Hurricanes outfit should be dangerous. Yeah. And for some reason, they're not firing. Whether that's because Bowden, when he comes in, he offers a lot. Yeah. And he offers a lot to the players around him also because obviously defences are having to deal with him. Yeah. Possibly they're not thinking about how they're dealing with others. In all honesty, the Waratahs should have won. Foley had quite an easy kick. Right in front. Right in front. Right in front. Uh, quite a way out, but he had the distance and... Drags it left, and he, he's a good kicker. He's a good kicker. He's the he's, top. He's the top point scorer last year. He is a top point scorer. And the Waratahs have a very good backline too, don't they? They do, but I, I it's, was. It's full of it's you know full of Aussie players. It is, and it's interesting that they're playing seem to be playing without any problems uh, the first few rounds, yeah, without having to take them off yeah. and whatnot. But um, as I say, we that's a massive debate. Is that the right thing to do? Mm. We will know when the World Cup rolls around, when we're fresh or we're undercooked. Not enough rugby. Not enough rugby. I'm yeah. sure there will. There's a lot of rugby before there's, the World Cup. Yeah, there is. A lot so I'm I'm very very uh, pro resting the players. Not quite as pro at how stringent they've possibly had to implement that. Well, the last time we did that rest and rotation was. 2007, wasn't it? And we all, and we all know how that went. We, like we, all know, spuds, we all know how it went and we all don't want to remember how it went. No, sorry I, I brought that up. I mean, the French and that, let's, oh, do we no, want to go no, back there? Want, I'm going to go back there for a little bit. We don't want to go back there. We, we need to go back there because oh. it was painful. The French played out of their skins. Oh. They played out of their skins. And I think people forget that. You know, yes, we didn't have plan B in that game. We really didn't have plan B. But the French, and as they can do, and only the French can do, they can play out of their skin sometimes. It's very difficult to stop them. Uh, the fact that Dan Carter got injured oh, in that okay. game. Hey, hey, we're going off topic here. I know we are, but it's worth going off topic. No, 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 no. no. Round the, two. <laughs> we're going back to round two, mate. Go on, on. we're going back to round two. Round two. He missed the kick anyway. He missed the kick. He missed the kick. Easy yeah. kick. And I quite liked how he was upset with himself about that. Well, uh, just yeah, as a Kiwi. Why you, as a Kiwi singing Aussie in pain. <laughs> There's something nice about that. <laughs> I would say I don't mind. I don't mind. I, I quite think, like Foley. It's got I some like great Foley. I, I actually don't mind the Waratahs. Yeah. I like how they play. The Brumbies uh, were <laughs> impressive. Well, the Aussie teams are looking good, and I think yeah. the Aussie teams now that they've cut trimmed down their team to their oh, teams to four. There's so much more competition within that 
Australian conference. I think actually there's, it's brilliant. there's competition and coaching staff as well. Yeah. I think that's also important. So the, the teams look better prepared. Yeah. Better resourced. Well drilled, don't they? Well drilled. They're looking good. Yeah. Pains me to say it, but they're looking good. So in the round one and round two, who are your players who you have been most impressed by? Uh, well, for the Blues, Aikida Ioni. He's been playing very, very strong, running hard and direct. But he was someone that his I hands, thought his oh. hands are just like Max. Honestly, he he was in that seven setup, and his pace, fitness, and his hands have really, really improved. He was someone that I thought was going to sort of make it through the All Blacks last year. Well, he he was in the squad. I know he was in the squad. I, I kind of well, he didn't play a lot. No, oh. I would have hoped to have seen him actually play for the All Blacks. I think Kieran Reid. Obviously, being captain, it becomes more difficult. I think he deserves his chance, and maybe he'll get his chance after World Cup. Yeah, maybe. But he's definitely right in there for me. Yeah. Um, Augustine Polo has been giving really good ball from the base of the ruck, and he, he has been giving good ball, but then it hasn't been turned into anything. He did make a huge error, though. He made a huge error going blind against the Crusaders and. Arguably losing the match. Young guy, but he had a great opportunity. And he went blind, he got tackled out. For me, that... That's just experience though, isn't it? it? But what it was, it showed me he's not quite ready yet. No, okay. You think I'm being harsh, eh? One mistake, you're out. <laughs> Probably very See true. You later. Very true. It just showed me, under pressure, Yeah. would I have him in my All Blacks team? And my answer would be, not quite yet. Oh, no, definitely not. But no, he's been no, in no. there. He's been in there. Yeah, I don't know why either. He's not no. an all-black. Well, he all is. He's yeah. played his foot right, mate. He's put the jumper right, has he? <laughs> um, also, the non-who... Mate, what's the... an all-black? Always an all-black. Are you an all-black? No. Am I an all-black? No. Definitely is he an all-black? you, mate. <laughs> is he an all-black? <laughs> yeah. You're damn right he is. Uh, non-who Sonny Bill Williams. They wow. had Sonny Bill at 12. They had non-who at 13. Was it a good combination? Not sure. It worked okay at the time, and then Sunny and then um, Nonu out for the next game. For me, Nonu's a twelve. Every day, Sunny Bill's. I know people will say Sunny Bill's not a thirteen. He's not a twelve, Sunny Bill. No, he's not a twelve. He is more of a thirteen than a twelve. I think they try and use Sunny Bill as a crash man. Yeah. He's not a crash man. He's not a crash He's man. He's way too tall to be a crash man. You want low centre of gravity. Yeah. You want ro- Gra- gravity. Gravity, mate. Gravity. <laughs> gravity. <laughs> you want you want a wrecking ball in there. Yeah, you do. Nonu, very effective at that era of I the game. He played well in the first game. He did, but thirteen, he doesn't have the no. wheels no, of, a, no. of an out and out thirteen. No. So therefore, for me. You've got to play him at 12. And I think yep. they're going to have that problem this year if they try and play Sonny Bill at 12 because that's where the All Blacks want him to play. And then Ma Nonu mm. at 13 because he, he's not a 13. Uh, I know he can play there. I know he'll do a good enough job, yeah. but he's not really a 13. No, I agree. I agree. What about your picks, mate? What about your players? This might surprise you. But uh, I'm uh, the Chiefs. Not Brad Webber, have you? Well, no, Brad Webber, <laughs> mate. He's, yeah, he's been riffing it up out there, mate. He's been riffing it up. Uh, he has impressed me, actually, but I'm not going to put him on my top. The Chiefs have been struggling, but there's been a couple of players who have impressed me. Anton Leonard Brown yeah, has yeah. been very, very good. Part he's, of that he's reason. maturing, isn't he, as well? He's as a maturing, player. yeah. Definitely maturing as a player. And the other one's Sean Stevenson, young guy, and they, they liken him to the excitement machine at fullback. He is an exciting player. He's young. He's got great feet. He seems like he kicks well. He's one to watch for the future. The other ones, the Highlanders, we've already mentioned it, but Josh Ione really impressed me first two rounds. Good kicking, good distribution, making good decisions. And that midfield of Tompkinson and Thompson, two guys I don't know much about. Well, that's a good thing though, isn't it? Yeah, and, and they're just flying under the radar, but they're doing the basics right, and they're actually playing some really good rugby. Playing smart rugby, yeah. which I like. The last uh, ones for me for the Crusaders, Matt Todd. Matt Todd, if Kane 
uh, Sam Kane's not fit has to be your out-and-out starting seven. He's been fantastic. And do you know why I think that uh, you, you you may not want to know because he's a crusader, but he's been doing this for years. He's not going to come in and be fly by night. He's going to come in and do what he does every match. Very similar performance stats to a guy like Richie McCaw, who yeah. didn't have good games and bad games, just had, just had Richie McCaw games. Matt Todd doesn't have good games and bad games. He just plays Matt Todd games. <laughs> Loving it. And, <laughs> mate, Bryn Hall... Bryn Hall, great season last year and has yeah. really, yeah. really helped the Crusaders to get good quality quick ball yeah. out to those backs. And Should he be an All Black? For me, absolutely. But I know I'm... Really? For me, You're I know so I'm... so biased. I know I'm... For God's sake. We're going to move on swiftly. No, no, you've asked a very good question. Should he be an All Black? Arguably should have been an All Black last year and wasn't. I'm going to say if he has another good year this year, and I think there has to be space for new guys coming into the All Blacks, I'm going to say, Bryn Hall, keep going, son, and I'll vote for you on X Factor. He'll be listening, mate, so he'll take that with a bit of a pinch of salt, eh? He will, mate. You've got, uh, you've got my back in anyway. Hurricanes. Ben Lamb. Ben Lamb. Hey, we've been, we <laughs> talked about him this week, didn't we? Ben and, Lamb and his fiend. Oh. Now, I don't know whether the listeners out there fully appreciate Let's say a normal fiend is palm. A st- it's a stiff arm. Stiff arm, arm isn't it? right? Get rid mm. of them. Yeah. Ben Lamb, no. no ben Lamb more... drops the arm down <laughs> to make his legs even more difficult to tackle. I know. And those thunder thighs of oh his, my God. they are hey, impressive. He's rapid, eh? He is rapido. And really good. So- I mean, good tries on the weekend. Yeah. Good runs. Yeah. He was very quiet. First half. He looks balanced. He looks balanced, he looks strong, and he looks like he's got a lot more tries in him as well. He looks like he's going to have another absolute sterling season. Uh, my last man for the Hurricanes, um, Ari Savea. Didn't play, obviously injured from week two. Didn't play, maybe he was rested, I'm not quite sure about that one. But yeah, he played very well first game. First game, he. the thing that I really like about him is that he'll put his head down and he'll just keep driving. Question for you though: he'll make contact, and then he just he'll he'll somehow carry on. Make okay, so and make you, you're picking the All Blacks, and you're choosing between Matt Todd to start. You'd go Arnie Matt Sa- Todd. You'd go Matt Todd to start. Why and you'd though? Bring you, you, Arnie you, Savia. Arnie Savia. You've mentioned great play. He starts for the Hurricanes. Yes. So why are you then saying that he shouldn't be starting for the ABs? Because he's exciting when he comes on, and he has been in that seven setup before. And he, he's just, he brings on something fresh, doesn't he? He brings he does. on a bit of excitement. For me, zip. if the All Blacks, hopefully, fingers crossed, are going to do well at the World Cup. And toes crossed. And toes crossed and every other part of my body <laughs> Every crossed. hair on my body <laughs> has to be crossed. But if they want to do well, they need to get back to having the super subs they had at the last couple yes. of World Cups where the guys that they bring on aren't actually... Any worse. Yeah, they're just different. Yeah. So guys like Lamape yeah. has to be on your bench. You bring him on, he, he offers something different. It's a little bit like Sonny Bill used to come on offer something different. You need Lamape to do that role. Um, other guys in, the, in that super sub... Eric could be Bryn Hall. Bring in Bryn, Bryn Hall on. Yeah. Something different. Runs more. I know TJ Perinara fans out there will be saying, well, TJ does, and he does do that, yeah. TJ. Um, for me, he just has had uh, some questionable, well, last year I thought he was a bit questionable when he came on for the ABs. But we need to get back to having the super sucks, like Wasaki Naholo coming oh. on changes the yeah. game. Oh. I love that. Ben, uh, ben Lamb coming on changes the game. So it's not necessarily you're not taking off people and bringing on the second best. You're taking off people and bringing on someone that's just different. Damien McKenzie at fullback, super sub, excellent. excellent He's been playing well too, actually. Yeah, but they're playing him at ten. Yeah, what? Who? Yeah, okay. Touchy subject, hey. It is a touchy subject because he's not a ten. Why don't they play Beaver, mate? Why do they, they not? He came on though, didn't he? He did he come came on. on. And I tell you what, he's a silver fox now, isn't he? <laughs> he's a silver fox. Hey, since they've made that movie about him, it's gone on his head, 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 head
it's gone to his head. I'm sure he's got bloody hair dye in there, eh? <laughs> Maybe he's been dyeing it for years, <laughs> and it's eventually come through. But I couldn't believe it. Oh. Couldn't, I've seen him play for you know for the for the NPC sides, the Mighty Ten Cup sides, and he had a full head of black hair, and now it's just grey. He's I, getting old, mate. He's getting, he's old. getting old. Maybe this might be his last year. Well, I mean, we we said that a few years ago, <laughs> didn't we? Two thousand eleven World Cup. I tell you what, though, before I felt really sorry for him. You know, in that year, he played against the Aussies. Mm. Oh, he had that. That was in he Singapore. Didn't, he wasn't didn't it? have a bad game. It he was that just, one kick. He he didn't kick the ball out. Didn't kick. The ball and out. actually, I feel that was tough on him because they should have rolled that up. They only had about a minute to go. Yeah. And they didn't, or well, might have even been less than that. It was and he kicked it, didn't kick it out. And they scored. They scored, and, well, the rest is history. <laughs> Let's just not talk about it. But anyway, I found he was really, really hard done by. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe the gods, the rugby gods came back and said, you know, you're hard done by, we'll give you a, another chance. And now he's absolute legend and always will be. <laughs> no questions. <laughs> Moving on next, we're going to move on to... A massive news story. Well, I think it's a massive news story, which is Ronan O'Gara. Yes, I read that. Ronan O'Gara saying that he would not... Um, what am I trying to say? He would not count out possibly working for the All Blacks. And and as soon as we heard that, there's nothing against Ronan O'Gara. No. I don't know uh, enough about him. I know he's an absolute... Ronan O'Gara is so keen on rugby. I know we're keen on rugby, but this guy <laughs> is an absolute student of the game. And as soon as he finished playing, yeah. he was in coaching. Yeah, He's moved to New Zealand to improve his he's coaching. He's moved his whole family. He's moved he? his whole family. Yeah. So he must be pretty damn good. Dan Carter was being coached by him overseas and recommended him for the job. Was that with Russing? That was with, yeah, yeah. With, with Daniel Carter's gone back there, you know. He's gone back there, yeah. yeah. Um, so he sort of recommended him. So Tuyalangi has also gone to wrestling. Has he really? Yeah, Tuyalangi. That's mm. a blast from the past. Anyway, carry on. Mate. Carry on. Um, so he must be pretty handy, you know. I'm not to be recommended by Dan Carter to go back there and do that. He must be pretty handy. So my question to you is. How would you feel about a non-New Zealander coaching our national side? And now I know it currently happens with the Sevens outfit. Uh, Laidlaw is coaching the Sevens, which which is interesting. But this is going a step further to have a non-New Zealander coaching our national team. Fifteen. Or the so thing. Again. The thing is, is that we always, you know, we always. Well, we don't boast, but we talk about the likes of uh, Warren Gatlin. You know, coaching Wales. We uh, there was a, a who was the boy who was coaching Italy. Um, we had one in Scotland as well, didn't we? Oh, we had Fern Fern Cotton, who was fantastic for Scotland. Yeah, there you go. And great story with him and Schmidt. Uh, apparently, uh, podcast listeners, if you haven't heard the story, if you have heard the story, I apologise. But this is a great one. Um, apparently, Schmidt went to a school. And he didn't really want to coach rugby. He wanted to coach basketball. They didn't have a basketball team, so he decided to take rugby coaching up. Right. Right. And he did a great job. Before he knew it, he was coaching the first 15. And he was doing some really good things with the first 15, as you could well imagine, being mm. the coach that he is. And Fern Cotter, at the, at the, at the time, was the, was the, the, uh, the Mighty 10 Cup coach in, in his area. And I think that was Waikato. And he, he heard about the good things that he was doing for his school side. He came down, he used to watch them on a weekly basis, and he said, wow, this guy's awesome, and gave him as an assistant assistant coaching job with the, with the is it county's Manukau or what, the Waikato team. And then when he moved overseas, he took him with him. So Fern Goner and uh, Joe Smith, absolute legendary coaches for me, lost to New Zealand. I really, really hope they come back and uh, become... Either All Blacks coaches or Super Rugby coaches in the future. Damien, that is a great story. I'm really glad you've told all of us that. And, Not... and, and the two minutes it took to say it, mate, as well. <laughs> so the thing, the thing is, though, is... do you know why I like that story oh, so much? God, you're going to tell us again <laughs> next week, eh? Hey? I like the story so much because 
He was a teacher, mate. He was a teacher. And what do we do for a living? Arguably for a living. <laughs> the, uh, so it we, gives us We're hope. getting off subject. Okay, going back. Graham though, Henry also was back, a teacher, mate. He was a teacher back. as well. He was like, a coach and actually, Wales. Warren Gatlin was a teacher. Did you know that? He was a primary school teacher. Imagine Warren Gatlin being your primary school teacher. I, would, I wouldn't do anything wrong. <laughs> you couldn't do anything wrong, mate. Even if you bloody tried. But we, we're going off subject here, pal. So, the, a foreigner coming in and coaching the All Blacks. I, I, it's a tough question. But I would like to see New Zealand keep a Kiwi as an All Blacks cap, uh, coach. Okay, so he's not saying... He's, he's kind of alluded to the fact that he feels after World Cup... Well, you think assistant coach. Yeah, he feels okay, that after okay. World Cup, there's going to be a change in coach. That, that, that's been out there. Yeah. Um, so Steve Hansen said, you know, after World Cup, he's, he's stepping down. He feels that unless some other big coach comes into the fray, it, it should be Razor. You know, three, be. potentially, if he could, pull off three Super Rugby crowns. He was very, very good... Uh, for the Mighty Ten Cup side when he coached it. Yeah. He's got, I mean, a barring the only, not Black Mark against his name, but they didn't do that well when he coached the 21 New Zealand side, Razor. But, you know, let's be honest to that. He, he is a great coach. Yeah. He's a great coach. Arguably, if he gets the job, Ronan Nagar is saying, I'd happily I'd, work for that I'd guy. I'd happily come in. But, but also, the thing is, you know, Smith's, Smith's leaving at the end of the year, isn't he? A lot of them are. So you've got so Smith you... leaving, you've got Warren Gatlin leaving, you've got Steve Hansen leaving, you've got Eddie Jones leaving. Is Steady Eddie leaving? Steady Eddie. Fuck they man. are actually saying, potentially, Warren Gatlin to take over that role as well, which would be massive for the Welsh. Gosh. But you've got to remember, he did coach Ireland, and that's something that a lot of people won't know. Warren Gatton coached Ireland before he coached Wales. I didn't know that. Yeah, there you go. In fact, he went from Ireland to Wasps. Wasps to um, Wales. You're a bloody fountain of knowledge, aren't you? Mate, well, if you're doing your own podcast, you should be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So for me, I I would really struggle... To think, I don't have a real issue with an assistant coach. No, I agree. And I think you know, let's be fair to Ronan O'Gara. He's moved his family here. Um, he's moved his family to New Zealand. We're actually currently based in the UK, but always welcome to free flights back. <laughs> uh, but to, you know, he he's brought his family over. Yeah, he's fully immersed himself. He, he is fully immersed himself, and he's you know a lot of people thought that he might have done one year and then and then come back yeah. to Ireland. He hasn't done that, so. To be fair to him, anyone that wants to bring their family to New Zealand and make yeah. a lot, then they deserve, they're a Kiwi in my book. Yeah, I agree. They're a Kiwi in my book. So, But for me, it's not like he's coach, currently coaching overseas and then he's being parachuted in like a lot of New Zealand coaches have done overseas. Mm. Okay, enough of that, mate. Enough of that. Let's move into this week's Super Rugby Round 3 predictions. Hurricanes versus the Brumbies. Brumbies at home. Brumbies looking pretty good. Two wins from two. This one for me all depends on whether Bowden Barrett plays. If Bowden Barrett plays, I'm going to say Hurricanes. That's a massive call, I know. That is a big call. Interesting, I mentioned that. I think being at home is worth five points. You look at some of the matches that have taken place and some of the home teams have just nipped it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some um, there's some exceptions to that example, but, but Highlanders away, Highlanders Jeez. away. But what what I'm trying to say is, I think it is worth five points. Yeah. So are the Hurricanes five points or more better than the Brumbies? And my answer would be no, without Bowden Barrett. Yes, with Bowden. Yes, Bowden. Okay. Yes, with him. I'm going to go Brumbies win it. Sorry, but I'm going to go Brumbies win it because. They've just been looking pretty good. They've just been looking pretty good. They've been scoring tries and... Kicking well as well. They're at home. Kicking well and they're at home. Yeah. Uh, And it's not exactly an easy place to get to as well. 
Uh, Rebels, Highlanders. Rebels at home. Highlanders for me. Highlanders I would be surprised if the Highlanders didn't win that. The reason for this is purely down to the fact that they've been playing really, really well as a team yeah. that we alluded to earlier. I can't see any reason why that wouldn't continue. I know they're away, uh, but it's not that far. They're not, they're not like they're going to South Africa. So I'm going to say Highlanders for me, 100%. 100%. Okay, fine. I, th- I agree. You agree? I agree with that. Easy and simple. Eh? Chiefs versus some Wolves. Chiefs at home, mate. I would love to say Chiefs here. Sunwolves, what a game. What a game. Just losing to the Waratahs. Just losing to the Waratahs. I'm I'm going to say the Chiefs, and I think they'll bounce back on this. I think they've got enough firepower to, uh, especially being at home. Firepower. Firepower. Uh, I think they've got enough firepower to get over the Sunwolves, although I'm very impressed with Sunwolves. But I think, I will the Sunwolves yeah. back up two really good performances in a row? And I don't think they can. I'd, I I would like to see them beat the Chiefs, but I, I just don't think they will. Uh, Reds Crusaders at Suncorp Stadium. Crusaders have already gone away, beaten the Blues away from home. I know it's in Australia. There's a lot of young guys in that team. I don't think travelling is a massive issue for that Crusader side. There's a lot of young guys. There's not that many many guys with, with, with wives and, and uh, kids. So therefore, I'm going to say, I don't think going to Australia is going to be an issue. I think going to South Africa for the Crusaders on a, on a tough turnaround might be difficult. But I'm going to say they're going to win on Saturday. Now I'm biased, but I'm sure you'll back me up on that. I will back you up. Yeah, I think the Crusaders just have a bit too much firepower in the uh, in the locker. Yeah, definitely. Uh, can I just go back though? Back to the uh, the the Brumbies. They haven't won two from two. They haven't won two. They from lost two. their first game, and that was actually against the uh, the Reds. Interesting. They look so good against the Chiefs. Maybe the Chiefs were so bad. In their defence, but they look so good. Yeah. So, yeah. let's move on. Uh, Lions versus the Bulls. Lions lost, eh? Lions lost on the weekend. I was surprised by that. It was a very, very tight game. I'm going to go Lions. You're going to go Lions? I'm going to go Lions. Well, I, don't, I, I just what, can't the see ball, them losing the, two well, in a row. The Bulls row. lost to the um, Jaguares. Yep. Yeah. Um, so they're they're on they're on. Well, that, that yeah. Who's more likely to lose two in a row? And I'm going to say the Bulls are more likely to lose two in a row than than. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Agreed. Agreed. Then we have got the Sharks versus the Stormers. No idea about this one. Haven't seen the Stormers play this year. I'm going to go the Sharks just because I like the name the Sharks. Hey. <laughs> That's so village. You are village. Absolutely. Uh, no, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to have to go the Sharks too. You know Sharks I'm as gonna well? I'm going to go Sharks as well, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, now we've got the uh, Jaguares versus the Blues. Please. And it's, it's in Argentina. Please the Blues. Please <laughs> the Blues. The Blues, if they lose... And this is going to sound really cheesy. And it is. They're going to give me the Blues. Oh. We were so hopeful about the Blues oh. at the start of this year. They've got a really good squad to choose from. They do lack a little bit at 10. I know that they're, they're young. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. It's frustrating. Because I really gonna, want to do well. I'm going to... Well, we did also say the Jaguaris were our team. No, you didn't. No, I, I said... Did. I said they're coming back. They've got all their players from overseas. It's World Cup year. They'll have crowds at home. I said all that. You just forget mm. that. And then you want to take credit for it. But <laughs> I really hope the Blues, because if they lose three in a row, it will be the same old, same old. It will. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether they'll pick themselves up, duff themselves off. They need to win. It's a long old haul out there, though, isn't it? It is a long old haul. But I just have a feeling in my bones that they're going to be desperate to win. 
And if they win, away from home... Could kickstart, eh? Could kickstart the rest of their season because they've got you know quite a few home games coming up yeah. as well, which is it a big advantage for them. Often the Auckland crowds don't come in, but they, they came in. It's quite a decent crowd for the Crusaders game. Yeah. So fingers crossed, if they, if they start winning... They're probably going to come in a bit more. Yeah. That, is be, that it? Is that all no, the games? That's all the games, mate. So games. next up, ladies and gentlemen, the bit that you all look forward to every week, it is time for the quiz. Mate, do you think ladies actually listen to this? This, this would be mate, quite I'm, I'm surprised hey, anyone listens to all this. The, all the ladies out there, <laughs> hey, all the ladies, give us an email in and see... See? Oh, Don't see, mate. <laughs> Just write you, in. You write us in. It's, yeah. the, it's the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. We're gonna, we've got a few emails coming in from the, the faithful Super Rugby Podcast listeners that we're going to go over in a minute. But it's time for the quiz. It is. So we're going to go three questions this week uh, rather than five because a few people wrote in saying, too long, mate, too long. I tell you what, I wasn't very good, was I? <laughs> you were actually so cash. <laughs> so anyway, we'll go round one. Uh, Toby, you'll start, and then I will take over from that. Righto. First question, Damien. Who is at the top of the overall Super Rugby standings? <laughs> right. Is it the Highlanders? What do you mean, overall Super Rugby standards? You have to... Overall, mate. Who was at the overall top? What, points? Points. As in wins and stuff? Points. Right, okay, go on. Yeah? You're making this bloody difficult. I don't need to know the the Highlanders, Crusaders, Brumbies, Sharks, or the Bulls. Mate, it's A, B, C, or D. You can't go E in there, can you? Well, I've done it, mate. Just tell me. The overall standings. Now, the Crusaders did not get a bonus point the other day. Or did they? (sighs) Jeez, this is a tough one, isn't it? So, I'm going to go... Oh, this hurts me. I think I'm Should have gone with your gut, mate. Don't think they've gone... Have they... Don't think they've got either bonus point. I don't think. It's okay, mate. So We're, uh, go, we've got what, what are the options? A. Highlanders, Crusaders, Brumbies, Sharks, or Bulls. Could be the Sharks. <laughs> Could be the Sharks. Oh God, I'm gonna go Sharks. Oh, you're correct. <laughs> yes, come on, bad boy. <laughs> 10 yeah. points. No, 10 points, yeah. No no bonus points for those other teams. So that was, I'm glad because I was unsure about that. Uh, right, okay. Let's go for Ben Lamb. We love Ben Lamb at we the Super Rugby Podcast. Lamb. We do. Ben Lamb. How many tries has Ben Lamb scored so far this year? Two. A, one. <laughs> B, two. C, Three, two, or D four. <laughs> it's two. Yeah, he scored two the other day. So, are you sure you want to go with two? I'm going two. Oh, you're such a loser. You are correct. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> this week has started off well, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, there's some tougher questions to come. Mm, okay, <laughs> who has the worst points difference oh, so sh- far? <laughs> Is it the Sunwolves? The Bulls, the Reds, the Chiefs. Are you going more again? Or the Stormers. Say... I'm only going five. You need to go four. No, I'm going five, man. I'm trying to spare in the world. Oh, God. Let's go through them again. This is why it takes so long oh. for me. Sunwolves. This is why people are emailing in saying this is taking too long because of questions like this. Go on. Sunwolves, <laughs> I'm going to say no. I don't think so. Okay. Tight. Bulls. I just don't know the Bulls games. Oh, sorry, the Blues. The Blues. Mm. Apologise. Reds. Yeah. Chiefs or the Stormers. Well, I don't think it can be. God, this is an awful question. <laughs> I hate you so much. 
I don't think it can be the Blues. They didn't have a great one. The Chiefs have got absolutely lost the first game and then they got absolutely smashed. I just don't know enough about the other games. Of course, it's going to be all the South African teams or whatever. So it's for me, it's out of the Chiefs and who else? Uh, there's the Stormers that aren't very good, the Sunwolves, the Reds, the Blues. I'm going to say Chiefs. You're correct. Yes, four, come on. Now, it's quite close though. 40, the Sunwolves are on minus 36 and the Stormers are on minus 35. That was a tough one. So hopefully you're I can, not a, you're, hopefully you're just, I can you're repay guessing, you. Mate. You're guessing. I'm not guessing. It's educated guesses. <laughs> Awful. Right. Foley. Yes. In the 30-31 win they had over the Sunwolves, how many kicks did Foley get over? A, two, B, four, C, five, or D, six? 31 points to 30. How many kicks did he get over? Five. Incorrect. You'll be amazed by this, hence why it's the question. Two. Only two. Two kicks he got over. Wow. So, bit of a shady start to his season. Mm. Bit of a shady start to his season. He's normally a very good kicker, isn't he? Normally a fantastic yeah. kicker. So Okay, so... So it's 2-1. It's 2-1 to you. So I can't actually lose. <laughs> no, you can't <laughs> lose. So that would take it to at least 1-0 to me over the first two weeks because you had a week off skin. Yeah, bloody good week too. Uh, who has the most clean breaks? Oh. Which team oh. has the most... Are you going to give me five teams again? No, I'm going, to give you th- I'm going to give you four, mate. I'm going to give you four. So who... So which team has the most clean breaks? Yeah. The Brumbies, the Waratahs, the Highlanders, or the Crusaders? Now, the Brumbies lost their first game. So I'm going to say, although they had an absolute storm, didn't they? So the, so the Brumbies... The Brumbies, who it is again? Brumbies? The Brumbies, the Waratahs, the Highlanders, and the Crusaders. Waratahs, the Highlanders, or the Crusaders. Okay, so I'm going to say no to the Highlanders. I can think I can count them out. The Waratahs, clean breaks. They're going to be good with clean breaks as well. The Brumbies, I think that's a fly oh, in the oil. I need to add in the fifth one. No. Sharks. <laughs> Well, I'm kind of hoping the Sharks are correct. Then. <laughs> because, 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 I'm, because, I'm, because, I'm 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 I'm now going to say, for me... You're a bloody sore loser, eh? I don't think it's the Crusaders. Brumbies, I think you've thrown that in there because, you know, they had a real good one. So, I'm going to say it's out of the Waratahs and the Crusaders. I don't think they've made... Oh, have they made good clean breaks? I think they have. I'm going to go and say the... Waratahs. Wrong. Oh, man, it's the Crusaders. <laughs> it's the Highlanders. Is it the Highlanders? Yes, yeah, the Highlanders. Clean breaks. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Right. You ruled them out from the bloody start. I did. I just, I've seen them play and they just didn't seem like they're making that many clean breaks. There you go. There you go, yeah. Right, last one, mate. Who in the Crusaders versus Hurricanes match carried the most yards? Oh, God. Don't have to tell me the actual yards. Okay. It's out of A, Ben Lamb, B, Geordie Barrett, uh, C, Bridge, oh. my man Bridge, my man Bridge, yeah. um, and or D, Mata Ali. Oh. Good player. How we didn't mention offload. Yeah. 
what about that offload? Do you know when I saw it, I was like, he's out. Yeah. I was saying to my wife, yeah, don't. It, it says he's going to come back for that. The referee's uh, going to come back for that. And he didn't because it wasn't out. I was amazed when they well, said they it Well, they did come back, but it was fine. Yeah. Um, ben Lamb ran well. Scored two tries. Mata Ali played and ran well. I don't think Geordie Barrett. I don't think Geordie Barrett. And then George Bridge scored that good try, didn't he? And what about the one that he, he chipped down as well? He had a few really good moments again. Yeah, he's playing well. He's playing well. I think it might be Mata Ali. Are you going to go for Mata Ali? Yes. You are correct. It is Mata Ali. And I have to say, 86 carrying yards. Wait for this. George Bridge, 84. Geordie Barrett, 54. Can I just say, remember that awful try. Awful try. Can I just say again, awful try (laughs) that the, the Springboks scored. From the oh, line out. Oh my god. Do you know the one I'm talking I, about? Don't I watched I that recently. That has burned into my brain. Oh. There was another episode like that on Saturday where he literally kicked, he literally smashed it into, I don't know whose hands. It really made me think, please, please, let's not. Typical. Yeah, not good. Yeah. So well done. It's two all, mate. It's two all this week. So um, I'm still leading one or two one. Let's say two one. We should really, in the future, have a tie break. We should, but we don't, which is not a bad thing. <laughs> Next up, we're going to go to the emails that we've had in. Some quite, yes. some quite humorous emails, but some good serious questions that they want us to answer. Okay. So, first up is an email from David Pocock, believe it or not. And it, oh, Big D. And it's all... And he's actually... This David Pocock... Believe it or not, is from Auckland. Oh, he's not. He's not the rugby player, David Pocock. Well, if it is, <laughs> he's Auckland now. But apparently, David Pocock also resides in Auckland, and he's asked us. And I'm guessing he's talking about this particular tackle, high tackle red card. What do we feel about the high tackle, uh, which will lead to the red card? And I think he's talking about the Highlanders versus Chiefs match. How do we feel about that? So just to run you through, quite late on in that game, there was a tackle that was made. I think it was made by Tomkinson or Thompson in the midfield where the referees sent him off for direct contact to the head. Wow. And we've seen this before, obviously, the Sonny Bill Williams. Yeah, well, yeah. That was a red card. I think we can all move on from that one. This was a bit different, so there was arms being used, okay. but it kind of looked like possibly he, well, definitely the head has made top contact with the shoulder first, right? and he hasn't been able to wrap his arms round. Okay. It was one of those tackles. So how do we feel about that red card for these high tackles, um, and this one in particular? I I have the theory of no cards. If something happens like that, um, yeah. what if something happens like that? It should be put like you know, like the league used to do. They used to be put on report, yes, and then after the game, then they're dealt with. Hang on, so if you're saying that potentially that player, if it is a really bad incident, yeah, plays the rest of the game. I uh, yes. Oh, mate. I'm not with you on that. I like the idea if, of well, put it on report. Put it on report. But, the, well, I mean, if it's got, a red, if it's a punch got, or something like that. They've got if it's a check, pro- Let me finish. If stop. it's a proper red card, then obviously give it to them. Yeah, but but put them on report. Let them suffer after the game. Yeah, but listen, the technology's there. I don't there, want to really listen it? to you. Technology's there. They, they, should be, they don't need a report after the game when they've got the technology to say, let's have a look at it now. I think the problem was was we were all looking at it at home saying, that guy's made an effort to wrap his arms. Yeah. And for some reason, the referees and the assistant referees were saying that was direct contact to the head with force, red card. Well, I still... Th- I... Go away. With, get away with the cards. Away. Go away with the cards and put them on report. Yeah. But then you can think, right, let's go and put this in final. 
Super Rugby final, you're saying no cards, put them on report, then they go on, you know, like 15 of them go and hit eye tackle all, all the players, and they go through the game and, and uh, happy days. They're all put in report. They missed the first game back. You're, you're blowing it so, out of proportion. I'm, I'm just, I'm just putting, I'm putting, I'm putting yeah. a point out there for you. Well, then they missed the whole of next season. Oh, well, here we go. So, yeah, okay, suspending them for quite a long period of time. I mean, obviously not the whole season, yeah. depending on how bad it is, but... Been really tough. A decent, tough. really yeah, tough, okay. and maybe even finding them as well. Oh, putting them in the pocket. No one likes them in the pocket. No, God, no. Mate, next one. You're going to love this. Yeah, we got two. two. We got two. Oh, how's we your father? How's your father? Yeah. Uh, so... Long-haired rugby players. Oh. So this is, well, I think this is quite ironic. <laughs> this comes from Tony Valence, Valencia from Rome. No. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's a long-haired rugby player himself. <laughs> what, are, what are our thoughts on a long-haired oh. rugby player? You'd, you'd think they're bloody hard bastards, wouldn't you? Chabelle. Frenchman. Chabelle. I've never been a fan of long hair rope players. It's because you've got none yourself. <laughs> I am a little bit follically challenged up top. Maybe I follically. I, I think I think you've got to. It's a bit like boots, mate. If you've got those fancy dancy white boots with a big, you know, and you wear those boots. I no, know. I you, don't. You're that type of guy. I do not. Me, me. When the All Blacks went full black, oh, right, loved it. Marvelous, loved it. Now, I say this, I'm not a big fan of long hair rope players, but then I look at Ma Nonu, mm. exceptions to the rule, Chabelle, mm. exceptions to the rule. I'm thinking more along the lines of, remember that advert, maybe I'll show my age here, you can tell a well a woman by the way she wears her hair, mate. And that type of uh, kind of do, the South African scrum half do, <laughs> I'm saying no. He's not a bad player, though. He's not a bad player. And Percy Montgomery. Long hair, I'm saying no. Percy. I'm saying Ma Nonu, I'm saying Chabelle, I'm saying bring it on, and I'm just jealous that I can't grow my hair as wild as that. What's your take on it, mate? Oh, I, uh, well, as long as they keep it under a control. I tell you, I really like the honey badger. Oh, the honey badger. <laughs> he, he's a bloody cult hero. Also... The Barracuda. The Barracuda's got long hair. Do you know eh? what? If um, <laughs> if um, Highlanders substitute ten, Marty Banks. If his hair was straight, she'd be long. She'd be waving. She'd be lush. <laughs> he wouldn't be a rugby player. He'd be a shampoo model, wouldn't he'd he? Be a shampoo. He'd be a well a woman, mate. Hey, be a well a woman. Hey, maybe she's Maybelline. Maybe she, maybe he's Maybelline. <laughs> so I think uh, we're open to long hero players yeah. as long as it's dealt with in a sensible... In an orderly fashion. And sort of, as they're running, it's not, not too sort of, flashy. Not not too flashy. Not too flashy. And if they're, if they're an exceptional rugby player, they can do what they want. They can do what the hell they want. They do what the hell they want. Anyway, guys, it's been a real pleasure to be with you yet again, uh, giving you all your super rugby needs. Remember, if you want to get hold of us, very, very simple. Get on the old tinsnet, type in the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. Drop us a line with your question you'd like us we'd to love, answer. We'd love to hear from you. Even if it's just, hey fellas, what you up to? Not a lot. <laughs> Not a lot. No. <laughs> anyway, we'll be here next week. We're going to be weekly rather than two weekly because uh, you can't afford ski holidays every week, can you? Definitely not. <laughs> right, guys. Thanks very much. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.